Hi, my name is Paola and I have no fucking clue what I'm doing with my life. Welcome to Self Cheers, a podcast where we talk about relationships, friendships, career, education, not knowing what you want to do in your life, just everything. Um, by the way, I just want to say that there is some party going upstairs, so I really hope you cannot hear the screaming and music and whatever. And if you do, I'm so sorry about that. Just, just ignore that. <laughs> I have no control over that. Um, but it was Valentine's Day last week, and you know, I love Valentine's Day. I'm a sucker for love. I love those big romantic gestures, and it just makes me so happy seeing other people being in love. <sighs> Now, because I have a boyfriend, I can finally do all of those amazing things, you know, couples do. We can go on a date, get some food, all of those cool things. And of course, this year it was a little bit different because of the whole pandemic situation. So this year we decided to just take it slow and we went to the city center. We were walking around, taking pictures, got some coffee, and then we got burgers and went home and watched Netflix. And you know, I love that. Like. That's all I need, as long as I'm doing it with someone I love. Some of you are probably like, fuck you, Paula, we get it, you're in a relationship, good for you. But to be honest, I loved Valentine's Day, even when I was single. I mean, it took me some time to actually enjoy it, because there was a time in my life when I hated that day. <laughs> there was a time when I was so unhappy with myself that to me it was just like a normal day and I would hate it so much. I would hate seeing all those happy couples and all of that. It took me some time to get to the point where I actually started loving myself and I'll tell you how it happened because I guess some of you are probably wondering, I mean I was wondering how to get to that point when I was a bit younger because the road is bumpy, it's full of shitty moments, full of dealing with shitty people. Uh, it's not easy. I started dating when I was 16. I went to high school and there was this guy. He had a crush on me. I actually didn't really have a crush on him. I really didn't find him that attractive or anything. <laughs> a lot of girls did because I mean you could say that he was an attractive guy. Uh, like he took care of his looks and everything. But for some reason we started hanging out. He asked me out. Uh, he was pretty good to me at the beginning and you know I just went with it because I've never met anyone who would treat me like this before like I was I actually I used to be very bullied at school um so it was something different we started dating and there was times at the beginning of our relationship when I didn't always treat him well but the thing is it wasn't like my intention I was just so insecure and I was so scared I'm just gonna get hurt again um, that it was my way of dealing with it but I tried to work on it I started being nicer to him I like he slowly became my best friend we dated for like one year and a half and you know the end was terrible he was so perfect at the beginning like everyone thought he was perfect he was so good he would buy me presents uh, he would take me out all the time you know he was doing all of those amazing things to make me happy and as soon as I started treating him well as well things changed and I actually saw him for who he really is as a person and that was shocking uh, I went to Finland to see my best friend it was right before we broke up 
I was just there enjoying myself, you know, living the life the whole time I was there. I had this gut feeling that things will not work out. And ladies, let me tell you, always trust your gut feeling. Always. My whole trip there, he wasn't really answering my text, he wasn't he was answering very late, and there was just something really suspicious about it. I didn't like that. Um, but I just chose to ignore it. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever. Um, like at that point it wasn't anything new. He would often make me feel really bad about enjoying myself because he was like a very toxic person. Um after a week I had to go home. It was like a very long journey because I had to take a train to Helsinki and then I had to fly to Poland and then I had to take another train and then I had to take the bus, you know, which is like the whole day of traveling. Uh, so when I got home, I was very, very tired. And the thing is, he was supposed to pick me up from the train station, but he didn't because he said that he needs to go to hairdresser like very last minute. Uh, I thought it was very weird, but I went home, I was so exhausted, this guy, he comes to my house, of course, no haircut, <laughs> that was the first thing I've noticed, uh, he was acting like he was high or something, like, he looked totally different, um, and there was this really weird situation, as soon as he came in, like, I was on the phone with my Finnish friend to tell her that I got home safe, and in the meantime, while I was on the phone, he grabbed my mom's hand and he looked her in the eyes and said goodbye. Like, so strange, right? Um, but we went to my room to talk. I was like, you promised you're going to pick me up, but you didn't. Like, what's going on with you? You're acting really weird. And he said, we need to break up. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> and then he said, it's not you, it's me. Oh my freaking god. I hate when people say that. Like, it's the worst thing you can say to anyone. It's something you say when you don't want to hurt someone's feelings and you don't want to actually deal with them or anything. Uh, so you just say it, you know, it's not you, it's me. At that point, I was so annoyed at this whole situation. So I asked, but like, what happened? What is the reason? You know, I was just trying to figure out what I did wrong. Or, like, of course, started blaming myself because he was so good at manipulating people. Um, and he said, I can't tell you the exact reason right now, but you're gonna find out soon. Well, I did, but I'll get to that. After what he said, he told I told him to go home and I spent like an hour crying. I was just so sad. I was so hurt. I was just like so overwhelmed um, because I didn't really know what happened. I didn't know what I did wrong. But the thing is, it was never about me. Uh, so it took me like an hour to, to get it all out. And I was obviously hurt, but I felt okay. I was actually pretty happy about what happened. Um, I've always known that I'm not going to spend my life with him because we're completely different people. I'm someone who's very open and I wanted to travel the world, I wanted to move abroad, I wanted to work on my career, I wanted to live my life to the fullest. And he's someone who's, I would say, pretty narrow-minded. He wanted to stay in my hometown, get married, have kids. And I mean, I want those things eventually, but not at the age of 18. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even though this is something that actually happens in Poland quite often, it's pretty common for people to get married and have kids very early. 
and I think a lot of my friends are actually either engaged or married or pregnant. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing because of course do the things that make you happy but it's not something that I wanted for myself at the time and I mean I don't want it for myself right now as well. I'm, I'm too young. I want to wait a few years. Um, but I was never in love with that guy. I mean, of course, I didn't really know what love is at when I was like 18. But now, when I think about it, I know for sure that I was not in love with that guy. Um, we broke up and I actually felt so free and so happy. Anyway, around midnight the same day, this guy, he comes over to my house. And I was like, just like, what are you doing here? What do you want from me? And he said, a part of me really wanted to come here, but a part of me doesn't want me to be here. Oh my God. I was like, then what are you doing here? If you don't want to be here, like it's midnight, I'm exhausted, go home. And he said that he's very sad and he needs a hug. Imagine how frustrated I was. This guy breaks up with me without even explaining why and it comes over because he needs a shoulder to cry on. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> of course, I tried to be polite. So I just said that I understand that he's sad, but I need some time to process everything. And then I obviously kicked him out. Um, I deleted all of our pictures of Instagram because I was like, why would I have any pictures with him if we're not together anymore i thought that was a pretty normal thing to do but he started texting me asking why i did that saying that it made him feel even worse it made him feel very sad you know i thought that was it but things got even weirder after that i was in this really small shopping mall with my dad and my ex was working there at the time and he saw me and he kind of started chasing me he started begging me to like give him a hug again because as he said he's very sad of course uh, i was so like embarrassed because my dad was standing right next to us just laughing because the whole situation was just so insane uh of course i did not give him a hug because who on earth would do that um he started begging me to meet up with him so he can explain why he broke up with me you know i was actually quite curious what he's going to say uh so i agreed however right before the meeting he texted me that he cannot make it again without giving any explanation um so at the end we did not meet up but a crazy thing happened i got a message from our mutual friend and he said that he's not supposed to tell me that because if someone finds out he will be fucked uh, but he believes that i deserve to know and this is how i found out that my ex was cheating on me and well everyone knew besides me hmm, crazy but well it happens and um, the girl was like i don't know eight years older older than both of us we were the same age so she was much older than us um but she was crazy <laughs> like he would when like when she was talking to people she would talk shit about me even though she didn't really know me and i mean like he cheated on me with her 
not the other not the other way around so i don't know it was very confusing i was very like confused that this girl is like talking shit about me even though i didn't really do anything to her um but yeah it happens uh but i was so shocked because i've never been cheated on before and i was not expecting him to act that way I moved on pretty quickly, uh, the thing is that we were in the same class in high school so I had to see him every single day for a year. That was terrible, so please do not make the same mistakes I did. I do not recommend dating people you study with or work with unless you're absolutely sure it has a chance to last. Um, after that relationship, I decided to move to Denmark. and. Until that, my plan was to just party, have fun, and be single, you know. Um, it was like that for some time, until my ex-best friend started texting me. He just got out of a relationship and thought it would be a good idea to reconnect again. Um, so we started hanging out for some time because he had a crush on me. I had kind of had a crush on him too, I don't know, something. Um, but it ended really quickly because we were only seeing each other for like two years. Like We weren't even dating, we were just us hanging out. Um, and after those two months, we both were like, okay, now we remember why we stopped talking in the first place. <laughs> this guy was so fucking toxic. If you thought my ex was toxic, I'm telling you that it was nothing compared to this guy. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad person because I don't believe it. Like, he, he was just so fucked up because of his family and he had this constant need to prove to everyone how strong he is and he would do it by manipulating people and showing them that he is way better than everyone and that he has no feelings, like he doesn't care about anything. And, you know, it worked pretty well with other people, but not me. Like, we both are very, very stubborn and have strong personalities. And we would fight all the time. Because me, being a Cancer, I'm someone who wants to fix everything and everyone. And, you know, sometimes it's just not worth it. So I spent all this time trying to help him deal with his trauma, um, hoping he would change, only to be left depressed and crying every night for, a month, for like, months. Um... So yeah, people don't change, if I gotta be honest. I don't know, I've, I've never seen anyone actually change. If you did, good for you, but I did not. Um, but those two experiences fucked me up so badly. I felt so insecure, so small. I felt like I'm never going to find anyone who's gonna treat me well. But then this crazy thing happened. I went to Greece and I went on this cruise around the island and I saw this guy. He was Italian, we were just sitting there smiling at each other and he came up to me and he asked me for my phone number and we started talking. I found out that he lives very close to my family in Rome, so we were talking about like Italy, what we were doing in Greece, just like everything. And we decided to hang out, so we got some drinks, we were sitting on the beach talking for like many hours, it was just, it was just so nice, so chill. Like, it kind of felt like it was meant to happen for some weird reason. Um, he was the first person who showed me that I am worth it. Like, he taught me how to be confident because he was so nice to me. He would treat me, like, with respect and he would constantly tell me how amazing I am. I know, I know. It is the Italian way of getting into my pants, but that's not the point. <laughs> the point is that it just made me feel so good about myself. And that was an experience that changed my life. It literally changed my perspective after months of feeling worthless. I said, screw this. Like, why am I so sad over two guys who didn't even deserve me in the first place? 
Like, I should be happy I got rid of them. We spent like two days together, we were texting for some time, but then eventually he moved on with his life, I moved on with mine, because we both agreed that it will never be anything serious. Um, and I believe that things happen for a reason. I believe that I was meant to experience heartbreak and disloyalty first, just to gain confidence and learn what I don't want in life. I'm so grateful that I dated some assholes and that I made this random Italian guy because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I am now. Um, then I moved to Denmark. If I felt so good. I felt so confident, so powerful. I knew that I deserve much more because I'm awesome. Like I love people so deeply. I care for people so deeply. So I need someone in my life who's gonna match the same energy, you know, nothing less. Um, but don't think it all just got so perfect when I moved because it did not. <laughs> it took so many bad dates, so many crazy guys before I actually met my boyfriend. You know, I just kept attracting those really fucked up people with lots of problems, lots of unhealed trauma. Um, because I needed to actually believe that I deserve more. I needed to release that like I needed to re release those bad people um those bad energies and I needed to kind of understand that not everyone has and like good intentions and that I should not waste my energy on those kind of people I remember my first date with this Danish guy it was so random <laughs> he asked me out and like 10 minutes into the day he looks me in the eyes and says so, you know, in Denmark, there's a lot of Polish prostitutes. And I was like, what? What the heck? Like, why are you telling me this? Like, this is so wrong. Um, you know, at first I thought he was just trying to, like, get me to sleep with him or something. But till this day, I actually have no idea what he, he meant by that. I don't know if he was just trying to share some facts with me trying to offend me or I don't know <laughs> but things got even weirder because he started saying that um, his mom has the same name as me and that I should meet her and he started kind of planning our future together I got so scared because I literally just met him but yeah as you can probably guess it did not work out <laughs> like I believe this guy had some good like intentions like I believe he was a good person just a bit weird uh, I think he was just looking for something someone special but that person was not me we were not we were not meant to be together and I hope that he eventually found out like what he was actually looking for and he found that person or that thing I don't know um, but then there were so more. There were guys who ignored me all day only to text me at like 3am. There were guys who would ghost me. There were guys who were like still in love with their exes. Um, there were guys who blamed me for not being like their mom. Oh, mommy issues. <laughs> uh, then there was uh, even this guy who kept coming back. He would text me, then ignore me for months. Um, then text me again, then ignore me again. Eventually, I stopped even responding to his text and after a few months, he still tried to come back. He begged me to meet up with him to talk, so I did, uh, just so he would like stop harassing me. I asked him, what do you want from me? Like, why do you keep texting me? What do you want? And he said, well, I just wanted to check if maybe you've changed. Maybe I want something with you now. 
and I was like, oh my god, I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of guys like this. Why is it happening to me? I decided to set my boundaries. I decided that from now on, I will not waste my time and energy on those kind of people. Um, because all they do is make me feel bad about myself. And I don't need that. I told this guy that I do not want anything to do with him and that today I choose to go home by myself and put myself first and you know it was thing that it was so easy nope as soon as I got rid of this guy the guys that I had a thing with before started coming back <laughs> like I would randomly meet them at a party or while walking to the metro and I live in Copenhagen which is a pretty big city like it's the capital so you know it's it's not like you meet everyone everywhere i mean you kind of do but it's still very random <laughs> it took a lot of strength to put myself first but as soon as i did that and removed people from my life who don't match my energy things started changing and that's when i started talking to my boyfriend and as i've mentioned in previous episode we were studying together we were sitting right next to each other for like a year before we actually started talking and dating and you know it's insane because i'm so happy that it happened after a year of us sitting right next to each other because that was the moment when i was actually ready for this relationship but if it would have happened at the beginning of our studies i don't think i will be able to be in a healthy relationship with him because i was still trying to figure out who I am and what I want in life and stuff like that. I knew that I needed to work on some of my problems, heal my own trauma and fall in love with myself first in order to become who I am right now and love someone else. I believe in timing. I don't believe in perfect timing. I don't think there's such a thing as perfect timing, but I do believe that things will happen when, um, when they're meant to happen. And, you know, if we're not ready for, like, accepting the good things emotionally and mentally, it's just not going to happen. Like, you know, we're not going to be ready for it. Um, So, yeah, I do believe in timing. I believe that things will happen when they're meant to happen, which is pretty insane. Um, It took me a very long time. A lot of sleepless nights, spent crying to be who I am right now and to be in love with myself, my body, my mind, just everything. Um, But even though I've experienced so many shitty things, there was always something good that came out of it. Um, For example, one time I was supposed to go on a date with this pretty handsome Danish guy and he stood me up. I was using Bumble at the time it's like this dating app and um, they have like this friends option as well so you can meet people to be friends with Uh, and they matched with this girl that I thought she was like I thought she was super cool and I told her that this guy stood me up and she asked me if I want to get drinks together and so I said sure let's do that Uh, we were supposed to meet up with I think two other girls but they stood us up as well and you know what that was the best fucking night of my life. We had such a good time together. We accidentally threw a street party. Like, don't ask me how we did that. We danced to ABBA with strangers. Got home at six in the morning, only to go to work at nine in the morning. Now I'm so happy that I did not, like, I did not go out with this guy because I'm sure he would not be my type anyway. <laughs> like, I'm like. 
I I know that for sure that it would not work out. But thanks to him, like thanks to him ghosting me, I met my awesome Swedish best friend. I believe that you should be your own person before entering a relationship. You should be able to have fun on your own. You should be able to be so in love with yourself that you don't care what other people think of you. You should be able to enjoy all of the small things on your own. You know, you need to know your boundaries, um, know what you want in a partner, what you want in life. You need to feel so whole on your own because it's very hard being in a relationship there's a lot of things you need to go through together there's a lot of good things and there's also a lot of bad things and if you don't have the strength to support the other person and if they're not able to support you during those bad moments that's never going to work out a healthy relationship is two people who feel so whole on their own like i am my own person and then my boyfriend is his own person he has his own life and i have my own life but we choose to come together and spend a life together and experience all of those good and bad things together at the end of the day i'm still my own person and i have things that make me happy and i have my hobbies i have my people just you know all the things that are mine um and I'm totally fine being by myself. I enjoy my own company, but I choose to share my life with another human being who treats me well, respects me, and loves me deeply. So this is all I wanted to talk to you about this week. And I really hope you enjoyed my crazy relationship stories and that it made you feel a little bit better about your own experiences with boys or girls. Um, because dating can suck. You're going to meet a lot of people you know we all have multiple soulmates and some of them are romantic some of them are not some of them are in the form of a friendship you're going to meet people who you're gonna love so much and so deeply and you're going to meet people who love you so much and if it happens to be the same person that's fucking amazing uh, but just trust the universe and let things happen but i really hope that all of you are going to meet someone who's going to make you so happy and you know i really hope that that person is going to be you i really hope that you're going to be able to make yourself feel so happy and so loved and so, so supported without needing any outside validation to feel that way Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And remember, I'm no relationship expert. I'm just sharing my own experiences. And I hope that it makes you feel a little bit better about some stuff. Because I wish I knew I'm not alone when I was going through certain situations. Remember, you're a bad bitch and you should be treated like a priority, not an option. I really hope you're having a lovely day or night, depending where you are. And I'll talk to you next week. depending where you are, and I'll talk to you next week.